Talking Pharmacy is brought to you in partnership with Viatris, supporting pharmacy across RX dispensing, retail and OTC sales and patient service delivery. Hello and welcome to this week's Talking Pharmacy podcast. My name is Richard Thomas, editor of Pharmacy Magazine. Coming up, Kate Westbrook from Pharmacist Support with this week's Act Now Wellbeing campaign, Catch Up. Now, today, Friday, September the 30th, is a big day in the pharmacy calendar. It's the Independent Pharmacy Awards, hosted by my colleague Neil Trainus, editor of Independent Community Pharmacist magazine, in the Churchill Room at the House of Commons, no less. It's a real celebration of the very best of independent pharmacy in the UK. So, Neil, I can't stand the suspense. Who are the big winners? Yeah, hi Richard. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's it's been quite an event, and uh, I must say, uh, a very well attended event. We've had some excellent uh, uh, finalists, but I'll, I'll tell you who's uh, I can reveal exclusively reveal to you who's won uh, this afternoon. And um, why not start with the well, our main award, the Independent Pharmacist of the Year, um, and that uh, hotly contested award was won by Caris Spencer. Um, who a very richly uh, deserved uh, victory it was a very very tightly contested, as I said, um, uh, category. We had some great great finalists: Amish Patel Hodgson Pharmacy, Mohammed Zahir Shelley's Pharmacy, and Kerry and Screen Taliban Pharmacy. But Carrie Spencer got 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 the nod from our judges, uh, and she works Ponty Clean Pharmacy uh, and has well uh, done an, an amazing job in the last twelve months really pulled through for her patients, and she took home the Independent Pharmacist of the Year Award. The LPC um, uh, Award, um, which is actually, uh, if I'm to give it its proper title, um, the Best Supporting Local Representative Group, uh, that went to Liverpool, Community Pharmacy Liverpool. Uh, again, a very, very, very tightly contested uh, category. Leicestershire and Rutland and Link- Lincolnshire were the other two in that category. But Community Pharmacy Liverpool got the nod. The Innovation Award, um, went to Deborah Evans, um, who runs Remedy Health, um, and she beat off competition from Mayank Patel at Pearl Chemist Group and Kamal Nathwani from Tower Bridge Wellness Pharmacy. And the interesting thing about Deborah, just briefly, is that she doesn't provide any NHS services. She's completely private. And that was, you know, that, maybe that's the way pharmacy's going. Maybe that's, I mean, a mixture of the two would be ideal. But that, you know, pharmacy maybe have independence in particular may have to start looking to private services if they're going to survive. And and that's what struck the judges about Deborah. She's a fantastic pharmacist and a great service she provides her patients. Team of the year uh, was won by West Hill Pharmacy. Um, I'm just flicking through my notes so I, I, I can do them to justice here. So West Hill Pharmacy beat off competition from H.E. Matthews. Honeypot Pharmacy and Badham. West Hill Pharmacy are based in East Riding of Yorkshire. Uh, what a fantastic team uh, up there in, in Yorkshire. Brilliant, brilliant pharmacy and, and richly deserved. Um, the, the Pharmacy Technician of the Year Award. This was a new um, award for this for this year, year's awards. Um, and that was won by Beata Mulaska, who works uh, um, in, in Bristol with Addie Williams at Bedminster Pharmacy. A brilliant pharmacist and a brilliant pharmacy. And Beata um, beat off competition from Jessica Riding and Paula Woodgate to win the Pharmacy Technician of the Year Award. Uh, and another um, new award for this year, of course, we, we, we tried out for this year, is the Locum of the Year Award. Uh, and we had three very, very good 
uh, candidates in this. Of course, locums have been in the news heavily this year, but they've some dedicated, hardworking locums. And the finalists were Peter Wright from Belfast, Catherine Haslam from Derbyshire, and Abbas Dosser uh, from London. And uh, the winner of this category was Catherine Haslam. Uh, Derbyshire, she works with Lindsay Fairbrother, Good Life Pharmacy generally. She works across, obviously being a locum, she works across different pharmacies, but uh, uh, Lindsay Fairbrother knows her very well. Uh, another well-deserved uh, victory. So uh, that was, that's the, uh, those were the winners. Uh, we've had a great awards um, and some, as I say, there's every year we get, we get stronger entries each year and this year was no different. Oh, that's great stuff, Neil. My sister lives in, my sister lives in Ponticlean, so um, well done to, to Keris there. But congratulations to uh, all the, the finalists uh, and the winners. It's brilliant that their their fine work is being recognised. And Neil, what did you think of the, the standard of entries this year? I mean, always incredibly high. Did it maintain the quality, you think? Absolutely, yeah. No, I mean, we, as I said, we we get the entries seem to get stronger every year. This I mean, this this seemed to, this year seemed to take it on an, an, another peg. Uh, what struck me and, and struck the judges really was was, was as I said the, the private services. We seem we, we had more entries this year, looking and delving into the private side of of, of, of healthcare more than we have. I, I think in, in previous years, like that says a lot. I think for the state of play in the NHS and how bad. NHS income is at the, at the moment, and, and why not? You know, if you're, if you're an independent pharmacist struggling to keep your business afloat, you would, it's, it's, it's a logical step. Um, and I think we'll see that in the coming years. I think more independents, um, you know, mixing, going into a mixture of NHS and private services. Um, but yeah, the standard of entries this year was absolutely exceptional. Uh, as I mentioned, the two new categories we had this year, locum of the year and pharmacy technician of the year, we had some good, 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 some great entries and, and um, it was tough. It was a tough job for the judges to sort of pull, pull that apart and, and separate them. Um, I know it sounds like a cliche to say that it's a bit cheesy almost to say they're all winners, but they are. I mean, they really are. You know, we have to give someone that has to win at the end of the day. But in my eyes, you know, they're, they're all brilliant pharmacists they're all, and 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 the other thing just to say about the, the best supporting local representative group even more um uh, pertinent because you know what's going on at the moment with uh, the reforms as we know the psfc and, uh, and lpcs and we recently just had the lpc conference you know it's really important that lpcs um and interesting to see where they're going to go but it's, it's important that they rise to the challenge and i think the three that the three that made the final in our awards were, were and are extremely strong Good quality uh, um, bodies that, that, that certainly you know contractors are in very good hands uh, in those particular areas. So yeah, the standard of entries was very good this year, Richard. Yeah, such a good point, Neil. It's amazing, isn't it, that despite all the problems in the sector, independent pharmacists and their teams, the very backbone of community pharmacy, continue to do such outstanding work on behalf of their patients and local communities. Well done again to all the finalists and winners, and indeed all who entered, and you can read their stories in the November issue of ICP. Okay, so let's now go to Kate Westbrook at Pharmacist Support and that Act Now Wellbeing campaign update. Kate. Hi everyone, it's Kate Westbrook here, Marketing and Communications Manager at the Professions Charity Pharmacist Support with your Act Now Wellbeing campaign catch-up. This year's Act Now campaign, sponsored by Teva UK and the Pharmacist Defence Association, kicked off on World Pharmacist Day the 25th of September and runs for four weeks. It will look to address wellbeing from a workforce workplace perspective and focus on breaking the silence of mental health and wellbeing, on transforming workplace culture, developing the pharmacy team and prioritising individual wellbeing. 
Over the past week, we've been sharing a series of stories from individuals across profession who are keen to share their personal mental health and wellbeing journeys. In weeks two and three of the campaign, we'll be exploring how organisations can address and improve workplace culture and how managers can develop and support their pharmacy teams. Across the weeks, we'll be discussing these topics with industry leaders in our short bite-sized panel chats and sharing resources and content to assist in embedding positive wellbeing practices into the workplace. Here at the charity, we recognise that a cultural shift will only be realised through collaborative working and the commitment of organisations across the profession, so we encourage everyone across the sector to get involved. You can sign up on the charity's website today at pharmacistsupport.org to receive free wellbeing resources direct to your inbox for you and your team. And you can also follow our conversations online on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. It's time to prioritise wellbeing in pharmacy. So join us and act now. Thank you, Kate. And that's it for another week. My thanks to Kate and Neil. Congratulations again to all the Independent Pharmacy Awards winners. All the Talking Pharmacy podcasts can be found on the Pharmacy Magazine website, pharmacymagazine.co.uk, and from your usual podcast provider. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We'll be back again soon, but for now, thanks very much for listening. Talking Pharmacy is brought to you in partnership with Viatris, supporting pharmacy across RX dispensing, retail and OTC sales and patient service delivery. Mm-hmm.